With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I don't know, man. I, I, I really don't know. I think that, uh, what are you doing? Okay, no, I'm, I'm, I'm recording. Bye. You know what? I, I, I mean, LeBron likes him. Uh, pushed for him. You know, all of that good stuff. The players respected him. You know, everything that's coming out of Cleveland is saying that everybody went to him anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, but can you, are you the X's and O's guy? Like, I understand you may have that, that camaraderie that comes from playing in the NBA, the respect of, of winning a championship, all of the, all of the accolades that come with it. But, you know, what have you learned over the last few years to draw plays, to coach through situations? And, and, you know, I mean, Tyrone has been in them you know, in his playing career. So he's seen it, but I just don't know his level of that's, that's the thing that they said about black, black, when it, when it came down to the S's and O's, they said he was really good at that, but the players didn't like him. And did yeah. you hear about the, the rebellion about the Portland, the Portland game? Nah. So part of the reason they say that, that what happened is over the last couple of months, this has been building up. And that it was uh, after the, the Christmas Day loss to the Warriors, they were mad or upset. The players were upset that Black made some changes, some roster changes or personnel changes, and didn't tell them about it. So, you know, they ended up, of course, going out losing that game by four. And then after that, um, that's why they said that game that they got blew out by Portland, that was more like a rebellion game. At least that's what they're being, that's what's being said. I think um, – Windhorse said that, and he said that that's why they played so bad. Because remember, I don't know, you, you looked at it, you were like, man, you just lost to the Warriors. You go out and, and you lose like that? Like, it didn't make sense. Like, you think you would come out with more competitive fire than what they did, but they didn't. So they said the players started to kind of rebel against Black. And that one, it was a wrap after that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, what up, what up? What up, what up? What's up, Kyle? Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. Is this thing hey, on? Zach. Yeah, I just locked my door real quick. Uh, um, Kind of crazy, man, because I just think about Tuesday and after everything that went down Monday and, and the rant about Black Gotta Go, right? Right. And here we are Friday, and he's out. But – I think they made the right call, man. You can't, like I said Tuesday, you can't waste another year of LeBron. Mm-hmm. You know, he has a lot of mileage on him. Mm-hmm. He went to the finals last year. He just got wet. You know, lost to the Warriors twice. In the second game, you didn't really make an adjustment. As, as a matter of fact, you look worse. Um, you know, at that point, it's it's time for you to go. And let's, let's give LeBron the guy that he and his boy um, has been lobbying for. 
And now, for me, I, I'm looking at this. Now that all the shock and awe and everything has worn off, now it's like it kind of goes back to the conversation we had, right, Kyle? Right. When you're looking at LeBron now and say, okay, this is yeah. on you now. Exactly. Blatt, as everybody has said, was the scapegoat. Whatever happened, whatever loss happened, for the most part, depending on what happened during the execution part of the game, the plays drawn up, et cetera, et cetera, people were going to look at Blatt and say, yo, man, like he just he just ain't he ain't got it. That is gone. You wanted uh Tyrone Lou. You wanted Tyrone Lou last year. You got him. You still have the same roster. Put up or shut up. I, I don't know, man. I think the thing that kind of – I mean, first, well, it goes back to, like you said, we we talked about this on um, Tuesday's show, and you and I talked about it on Twitter, uh, kind of going back and forth. Um, I don't know, man. This I, I don't like the move, to be honest. I think it just seemed like a knee-jerk reaction. I get all of the stuff that everybody's saying. I would not have made the move just yet because you still so don't know what you're going to – I think you got to ride it out to the end of the season. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't like Cleveland is going to, you know, implode or whatever like that. I mean, that's they're still the number one seed. I mean, they have eleven losses. Kyle, I think you're looking at it from outside looking. <clears> at, man, when you're when you're when there's reports about the locker room not being stable, it is over. It's a wrap. You have to make a move. You have to make a move because because for, he was never respected by the star player. Well, I mean, Black to to keep it real, Black was he was a dead man walking. I mean, he was, and the reason why I say he was a dead man walking because they hired him. I mean, yeah, they hired him, and then LeBron came. So you know, it wasn't like you know, it was it was it wasn't going necessarily going to be a match made in heaven. They had to adjust to each other and everything like that. I but get what he, you're saying. But he I just don't mm-hmm. go, no, ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I I think the problem that I have with it is is that it's almost seems like a knee-jerk reaction. And of course, now you, you you made a good point. If there's something wrong in the locker room, we'll never know. But I think part of the issue is is that yeah, there's a lack of respect, but I don't necessarily know that Tyrone Lewis is any better than David Blatt. And this okay, team I don't know that this team is fundamentally flawed. And <laughs> we were joking on Twitter. I mean, I don't even know if you put outside of maybe Phil Jackson or Popovich. I don't know that any other coach could went bring this because ultimately we know pretty much the Cavs are going to get to the to at least to the finals. You know, nobody in Eastern Conference is going to beat them, but they're 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 not even close to these two top Western Conference teams. So firing Blatt doesn't necessarily mean that things are going to change. I don't think. Here, okay, two things. First off, Blatt. If LeBron would have signed first, would you have still chosen Blatt as the head coach? Probably yeah. not, because because LeBron right. gets the LeBron gets to pick his his coach. If, well, if you know, well, not if even that's the that. Case. Not regardless of who picks who or what. what you, the, per, the 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 you're not gonna pick Blatt. That's the thing. Right, Blatt is not an option. He's not even on the list. He, he's not even a consideration. Right. So so he was never the right man for this job. And they tried to make it work. And he's just not the right guy for the job. I always said, I thought he could really coach. This, 
he's not a ch- NBA championship coach. He has to learn the NBA lifestyle, the NBA culture, the players. That this situation was not fair for his development. Right. You know what I'm saying? You make the move now. You gave him more than enough time to know if it will work or not. In the locker room, David Griffith said, and you see, I mean, uh, Stephen A said, you've seen like little clicks on a championship team. That does not happen. Everybody's on the same accord. We all might not like, you know, hang out like outside, but like when we're doing team activities, everybody's together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's part of championship fabric culture. That's what happened in Miami. I'm pretty sure that's what it is in Golden State, San Antonio, all of these teams. I think that they need to move love. I think you need to strike with yeah, the Irish Um, I, I think that if Sacramento is willing to take this trade, you make this move. Now, Your cousins, Kyle, you know what I'm talking about. You talking about cousins, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I saw. I saw the rumors. I started seeing the rumors after me and Ken had the discussion. Uh, when was that Tuesday on Twitter? I thought it was just a joke, but then I started seeing rumors everywhere about Cousins possibly being moved to uh, Cleveland for um, Kevin Love. Yeah, man. Yeah, that man. would be insane, bro. That would be crazy. You're talking about a guy that can score anywhere on the court. He's shooting threes now. It, it, it would almost be unfair because you could just. It, it's like. He'll have his version of Shaq, like this year, this generation's the closest thing to Shaq yeah. in terms of, of of an unstoppable force. You know, obviously he's not Shaq. So don't get carried away, people, right, but right. Yeah. <laughs> but the about, most like, physically imposing big man right. in the game. But how? But yeah. But now we we know that that's a rumor. How likely is that? Or is man, it just look, wishful thinking? No, I don't. I, I no. Look, look, look. It, it's 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 not wishful thinking. It's definitely a move because I think Sacramento has to look at it from this standpoint where you you may have to move on from Demarcus because he has not been successful. Yet. He just has not been, and you can't let somebody like that just walk. You always have to get something in return. And mm-hmm. Kevin Love is something nice in return because we know when this guy was the number one option, he put up 30-30 games. That's still in him. He didn't forget how to ball. It just maybe doesn't work in Cleveland with these two guys. And that's all the way possible. And if mm-hmm. he goes to Sacramento, he will be the number one option, undoubtedly. Right. Who, who else do they have? Nobody. Play through Kevin Love. And then he, it's going to be a familiar situation. He's going to have um, a pass-first point guard that, 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 that sees the, the, the entire floor, sets everybody up. You know, you, you, have a, you have a coach that knows what it is to play through a four-man from the high post. You know what I'm saying? That he knows how – he has Sean Kemp and Gary Payton. He, you know, George Carl knows what he's doing. So I think he can have success there. And I think it gives now a chip to Kevin Love. Because that trade that trade make, means that you are are trash, <laughs> right? You cannot fit. You can't ball with us. So that gives him a chip, and he has Rudy Gay out there. It's not like Sacramento's like down in the dumps. They have some talent. They just got to put it together. And I think that's a nice reset button for both of those guys, and it makes sense for both of those guys. Yeah, I, I just. I don't know, man. It, it like I said, it sounds good. It looks good on paper. I'd like to know if they, if they, and of course we got, we got probably what another month before the trade deadline, uh, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, the uh, 
I think the thing that's interesting is that Love just he it, we talked about it during the game the other day. He just he looks lost. And and it, what was interesting and FIFO, you could probably speak to this. He looked more comfortable in Cleveland when Kyrie wasn't there. Did you see that too? I think not necessarily because you got two but... guys that dominate the ball, and then he's a guy who's used to get. And, and we talked about it the other day. Like he love needs to be on the block. I mean, I, I, I I'm okay with love shooting threes, but he they spent they run very few plays for him. And Doug Collins, I, I saw him talking about it in the pregame. You know, like that you you have to get your three best players involved. They don't necessarily do a really good job of getting him involved, particularly early. And then when he does get involved, it's, it's three-point shots. You got to put him on the block and, and, and run some post-ups for him. Run some post-ups. For, and LeBron doesn't post up half as much as he probably should. No. But it just – it looked to me like he just – when Kyrie came back, it, it he, he really just didn't fit. Look, I'm going to tell you like this. David Blatt is not utilizing all of the skill sets LeBron has. And the reason why I say that is – this is this is why I say Sposa was a championship coach. You saw that they had a system. Why are you laughing? Rod, 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 man, he he, he he said we cursed David Blake. <laughs> <laughs> but oh man, go Sp- on, man, Sp- my bad. Sp- no, you good. Sposa had a system, and that system allowed everybody to play at maximum efficiency. You look at those guys' numbers, some of them dipped in overall numbers, but their efficiency was through the roof. And why? Because he posted up LeBron more. It wasn't just um, pick and roll LeBron. That was year right. one, but by year two, three, four, and five, or however many years he was there, four straight finals, they actually, LeBron had a post game. Right. And he's not being utilized like that. You're right. Kevin Love does stand around the three-point line too much. But it's ultimately on the coaching staff to create something where their best players can maximize their talent. And we have not seen that. Now, I think that that's the biggest challenge for Tyron Lue. It's not necessarily just playing for me. Obviously, he has the buy-in of the players. He has the buy-in of Doc Rivers. He's, he, he was, he's played for Phil Jackson, coached. Uh, played under Doc Rivers and coached with Doc Rivers. So this man comes from a great lineage, almost the, almost the same cloth as Steve Kerr. Just he had pop. He played for pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he has, I think, the pedigree, and 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 we'll just see. And I, and and I think that they have to move love. I, I think they will move love because if you listen to what David Griffith said, he says every day we have to ask ourselves the question: Are we closer to winning a championship? And nope. <laughs> when you measure yourself to those other two teams, who gives you a better chance, DeMarcus or K-Love? I'm picking DeMarcus, yo. Oh, no question. Yeah, if, if you so, can do it, do it. Uh, exactly. I get and and, and uh, Ryan said he's going to call in in a second. Um, I, I know you guys saw it. What do you guys think about the notion that they are saying that this was done without even consulting LeBron? Well, I think that they called Blatt and told him he was out. I think the consultation with LeBron took place last year. So they already knew where he stood. I think they didn't need his blessings to make the call. 
You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Everybody knew. We, if we know, you already know. Right. They they know before we knew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think at, at, at that point, it's just a matter of them making the decision, calling Blatt, letting him know he's out, and then calling LeBron and say, yo, we made the move. What about yeah. you, FIFO? And I also think be, also because David Griffith, he wanted Blatt, and he kept Blatt. He gave Blatt as much time as possible to make it work. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if it was up to LeBron, he would have been gone. He wouldn't have been the coach. LeBron yeah. would have I believe him. that. They won that LeBron was there. As soon as I signed my, 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 my name on this contract coming back to Cleveland, I would have fired David Black if I was LeBron James and I had that authority. That just would have been I believe what it was. that. I, but I don't believe that they didn't consult LeBron. I, I, because here's the thing. But here, but, we got to remember that LeBron is on a one-year deal. LeBron, while it doesn't seem plausible that he's going to walk, he could walk. And not only did they fire Blatt, but they gave Tyrone Lou like a two or three-year deal. So, but, but, but look, but look, man, he he was Tyrone Lou was associate head coach, so it was only a right, matter of right. time. And of he course, was a yeah, he's, he's the next man, right? So right. it was only a matter of time. Second of all, why do you need to consult somebody with something that already needs to be done? Needs to be done, and it's your job to do it. You see what I'm saying? Well, I don't because that's the franchise player. There's there's nobody. But but, but, but come if, on, but if, Kyle, if, look look outside looking in, we already mm -hmm. know. Didn't I text you? Didn't I text you guys that interim head coach was going to be Tyron Lue? And yeah. I'm not no NBA insider. And he became right. the head coach. It's only the natural progress. Anybody can see that. And no, I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not saying that. I'm so talking about the fact that LeBron. To consult LeBron I, to know it was because, be Tyron Lue. because here's the thing. If, if let's, let's use another team. If uh, no, Billy let's Donovan. use the team that we're talking no, about. No, no, no. I'm just saying. If Billy Donovan were, were to get fired tomorrow, there's no way that they don't consult with Kevin Durant. No matter who the next guy that's is, that's a different situation. That's a completely different situation. I'm talking about stars. LeBron, there's no doubt in my mind that LeBron got that man fired, and 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 whether or not he deserved to be Come fired, on. that that David that black got himself fired, Kyle. Well, we well we can say that too. But what I'm saying is, is that I don't believe for a second that they decided they woke up today and said, you know, we're gonna fire him. And 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 here's what uh, Doug Collins. I mean, I'm. Uh, Jalen said on, on, on TV, he said that, you know, they may, I'm sorry, Stephen A said that they didn't necessarily have to consult LeBron, like LeBron's attitude, his demeanor. He's kind of giving off the impression, like, I ain't really checking for this dude. So LeBron didn't have to come out and say, or at least this is the way Stephen A spun it. And I think it's all, I think it's a bunch of lies, but that's just my opinion. I think they're spinning it like LeBron didn't have to come out and say, fire the guy. He's just like, look, man, if that's y'all man, that's y'all man. That, that's your man right there. You but didn't we, we, we see lose that it. last That's year. your man right there. This is nothing new. Though. Oh, it's so nothing new. It's, we we questioned last year. Well, you already know how I feel. We questioned last year whether or not When I'm waiting off substitutions. When you are the play, a, a player, are you? do you understand that's the most disrespectful thing that you could do to a coach? Wave off substitutions. That's supposed to be my job. I'm supposed to say one is the best sign for who to come in and one not to. And, and, and I have this. That's what they pay me millions of dollars to do. And I wave off a substitution. The writing's been on the wall. Every time there's a problem, LeBron goes and, 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 and consults with Tyron Lue. Don't you think that Michael talked to Phil? 
Well, of course Michael did. No, no, I'm not I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is is that yes, that happens. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that there's no no doubt in my mind that they did not say, hey man, Ron, we're gonna we're gonna let Dave go. And I'm not saying that they necessarily look for the thumbs up and thumbs down, but if if that was LeBron's guy, there's no way that he gets fired without LeBron knowing. I don't believe that. But it was never uh, LeBron's guy. He didn't. It was what, what, and, that makes, and that's my point. The fact that he's not LeBron's guy makes it even worse because now you know that LeBron don't like him. So that they didn't. You no. Know, what I'm saying is, is that I'm not. What, what you what you're missing is that I'm not saying that they call LeBron and say, "Hey, man, hey, we think we might fire Dave today." What you think? I'm not saying that they said that. What I'm saying is, it is not plausible to me. That the franchise player, that a, that an executive decision was made about a coach, regardless of whether or not the player liked him or not, and he was absolved from that. I, I refuse to believe that. That happens nowhere in the NBA. Well, I think that, I think that for me, right, is that I don't think. Of course, they probably didn't call him today, but the fact is, I think we all knew. Right. They already knew where LeBron stood. So whether he went to their office or whether they called him or this, that, and the other, LeBron and his boy Rich Paul has made it known that they didn't want him. So I think the consultation part that you're talking about already took right, place. Right, right, Yeah, I agree with that. Last season. Yeah, with them just – I, I don't think they had – Yeah, they probably did. Could have been there. It could have been there. It could have been, you know, just them leaking information. So I think the consultation, like if you hearing this stuff, maybe you pull LeBron to the side, like, yo, man, like they didn't need to. Is what we're hearing is true, right? And at that point, you're like, okay, like uh, FIFO said, David Griffin wanted to keep the guy, and he kept the guy and tried to see if they can make it work. But when you lose to the Spurs after you were leading by 12 or 15, I can't remember, and you lose that game late, and you lose another game on Christmas Day when you were in that game. I think at that point it kind of comes, and we we're not going to talk about Monday. Hey, Ken, let me pause. You it comes quick. down to the coach. Let me pause. Yeah, you go ahead. Quick because the games after that, well, after the blowout here, right, in, in, in Cleveland, they went to Portland, and, and, and you were talking about the um, that game and how they, how, how they went against the coach. They revolted against the coach, and then they played against yeah. Phoenix, and they needed a, a, a game winning shot by Kyrie. Like, like you, that's not how you bounce back. That's not how championship teams bounce back from right. losses or blowout losses. It happens. <clears throat> it happens. But it's not just that game. It's the games after that as well. It's how the team responds. The team is not responding, and it doesn't take an insider to see that and to know that and to feel that, which is the reason why we had the conversations we were having before it even happened. Yeah, and, and to be – I mean, you know, I, I think the record itself, the 30 and 11, I know a lot of people would look at that, but I think the Cavs can win games by accident. Right. You know what I'm I mean, saying? Yeah, they They're, got enough talent to do it, yeah. Yeah, they don't have to play, you know, hard to win a game in the league because they got LeBron, you know, and whatever – regardless of what people say, they got Kevin Love, you know, and Kyrie's bad. They can just win games by stepping on the court. But when it comes to competition like the Warriors, competition like the Spurs, that's when you need, you know, buy-in. That's when you need the coach to step in, you know, because they're not going to be games like that. And we've seen – we saw last year, I mean, you know, where Black got our coach, Mm -hmm. where, you know, her went to small ball 
He and never made his adjustments. Never. And instead of Blatt staying big, which worked for him and got him two games, he tried to match him and ended up getting blown out of the gym. So you have an advantage. Use your advantage. Kerr made the adjustment. Keep pounding the rock and see if it, it'll work. But um, but he never did. So he kind of he, he kind of got out coached. And the ISO ball that they were running, there were a lot of things that they were doing that look at that you be like, what? Go ahead. This doesn't make sense. So the now the question is, is it? I'm looking at I'm looking at Tyrone Lou, and I'm definitely looking at LeBron because. Like I started the show off with, you got your guy. Yep. You and Paul got your guy. You got your guy and you got your team. No more excuses, bro. None. And, and, and now let's see if Tyrone Lue can do what you think he can do for you. What you got on it, Ryan? Well, first things first, where did you guys hear uh, about DeMarcus Cousins? Where did you see that rumor? Uh, that rumor's been – it's been circulating probably for the last four or five days. I've seen it on uh, Bleacher Report, SB Nation. Time. Um, reputable, reputable websites. Okay. Well, again, did it come from like a like a, a Steve Kyler, like an insider or anything like that, or was it just like a rumor might have heard through like the grapevine or something like that, or or like speculating? Um, I, the I one that I saw in SB Nation was from an insider. I can't remember. I think, okay. Okay. and I'm not. If I have to go back and check DES uh, timeline, I think I tweeted it out. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll check it out later. But I'm highly doubtful the kings are in eighth place they have a new arena coming they need their franchise guy they've said demarcus is off the table from get-go vlade is not returning calls Derek calling him up and he's not even picking up the phone to call back they're not trading him and not at this point not out there they finally got the eighth seed they have the hope and they're clinging on to it they're not i don't see him being traded this year well the question is is if 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 we get Cleveland calling. Do you answer? He's he hasn't. <laughs> I mean, because Kyle, now, if, he's if, not if, taking if calls. Team, he's not he's not returning the calls to anybody that say Demarcus. Well, here, here's the thing, but that's that's the question though. If somebody, let's say, I don't know, Boston is calling or Washington is calling, no, you no, you're not probably looking to trade Cousins for anybody on those teams. But if someone calls comes, if Cleveland comes calling with a Kevin Love. And maybe they throw in, I don't know, you know, throw in somebody else. You never know. No, they, they've been calling for all. I read the report. If I can find it, I'll, I'll tweet it to you. They, mm-hmm. It's all tra- It's been a lot of trades. The only trade that has been come out for sure that they've done out was trying to get Ryan Anderson for Rudy Gay. That's the only thing that's come out that he, he actually actively called on. Otherwise, mm-hmm. there's, re- there's uh, exec saying he's not returning my calls. He's not well, you know how calls. it goes at this at this time of the year. It, where there's smoke, there's fire. I mean, and, and we don't know anything. Like I said, we got sure. we got at least uh, a month and a half before the trade deadline. But it, it's uh, it's February eighteenth. It's, it's less than that. Okay, so less than a month. So it's whatever this is. This well, got running Fe- legs. After February first, because I'll say this on the podcast. After February first, that's the last trade restrictions for guys like Danilo Gallinari. You're going to see a lot more rumors come out. I think, and you're going to see any other deals besides the one Josh Smith got traded for cash. Besides that, you're going to finally start seeing some people actually start to get moved, I think, after the first. I understand that. You know what? I um I don't think they need to move Love just yet. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, I, I just think Black didn't know how to use him. I mean, we all know Love can play in the post. Love can play on the outside. Love can pass. Love can rebound. Love can do a lot of different things. I think Black and this personnel, which is one of the things that I think uh, Griffin said, 
Black wasn't the good, wasn't the right fit for the personnel that they had. Maybe Lou has some ideas in mind, and we'll see once we see a couple of games. Uh, we'll see what offensive sets that that Lou uh, instilled on that team. And if they and, and look, if they still have Love running around on the perimeter, then yeah, he got to go because obviously you guys they just don't know how to use him. But it's not like Love can be a strictly he has to play on the perimeter like they used him. Work inside out, man. I, yeah. I, I say it over that's and over. That's, that's how the NBA. And the thing is, you know, we, yeah, yeah, we we kind of saw it last night, right? And I don't know how many opportunities because I only saw like parts, like I missed like the first quarter, but we kind of saw a little bit last night of what well, what they could do when they start moving the ball around, and um and and my thing has been, and I said it on the show Tuesday, Kyrie and LeBron can get theirs when the play breaks down or when there's something late in the shot clock. So they don't have to really necessarily be the focal point. They can be the heroes and, but everything else, they can just work in, work in the offense, you know, and try to get love going. Love is a guy. You got to get him going early, man. That's what I think. Oh, that's true. Because if you don't get him going early, he doesn't feel like he's a part of it. So he kind of, he, that's when you see him kind of drift. And then you see the, but you end up seeing the box scores. Love has, you know, eight, 10, 12 points when he's, you know, much, much more productive than that. Yeah. And he only had 10 official shots, but he had, he took like eight free throws. So, you know, but, um, but he, you know, he's had two good games back to back, but now again, I'm looking at Tyrone Luke. Cause I really, really honestly don't know if he's the guy, even when they were talking about this last year, I just, I never felt comfortable with Tyrone Luke, but for whatever reason, and, LeBron does, and I guess they've had a lot of conversations, Tyrone Lue and LBJ, right. about the things that they can do as a team and as a unit, and we'll see. Well, you know how LeBron- it goes when, when you're the star player or whatever like that, The and, and Doug Collins made a good point. Uh, the assistant coach is the conduit between the star and, and, the, uh, and the players sometimes, um, the star players and, and the head coach. And so – you know, relationships get formed a lot. You know, sometimes as a player, you might be closer to the assistant coach or your position coach in football than you are to the head coach because you spend more time with them, that type of thing like that. Um, it's going to be interesting because, I, again, we don't know what Tyrone Luke can do. Um, he, he definitely, uh, he has credentials, obviously, and he's played the game. And like you said, Ken, at the beginning, there's a level of respect because he played in, he played in the league and he's been successful. So um, I don't know, man. I, I just I, with this team, the way that they're the way that they're structured, I just don't know that they have enough to beat anybody coming out of the West. I think they can. I just think I, not I, I a seven think game series. I, I don't see it. I just don't. Whether it's San Antonio I, 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 or uh, or uh, Golden State. If, if they had, their best okay, shot. Let me, let me ask you this, Ken. If they had to play. Tomorrow, a seven-game series with Golden State. How many games do you think Cleveland could win, honestly? Um, I think it could. I think it can go seven. <laughs> I think they have the pieces, man. I think they just didn't have the coach and the system. FIFO, what you about know? you? What, what do you think? What was the question? I said if 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 Golden State and Cleveland played tomorrow in a seven-game series, how many games do you think Cleveland could win? I don't care. It'll go seven games. Um, I, I think they can win. I, I think it's different when you're talking series. 
because now I can just game plan for you. I, I, I know what's coming. Like, Golden State, man, in the regular season, the word that comes to me when I watch them play is onslaught. It because because it just it just it, it happens like it like it's just a moment something happens it switches it snaps and the game is out of hand and there's nothing you can do to get back into it they just put you away and it happens fast so I think when you're able to game plan for 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 those type of guys for teams like that you can kind of you can control it a little bit more. Like, it, it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't snap because you're more so prepared for it. You're more so ready for it. So, I, I think it could go seven games, man. Um, and, and I would like Cleveland to win. But based off of what I see, man, it's Golden State. It's Golden State. Steph is the real MVP, man. I can't go against him. Yeah, with, with Blatt, I mean, I don't know about Lou. Um, with Blatt, I probably wouldn't say seven. But – forecasting ahead if Lou does the things that um that they think he can do then I think they can push it seven I think they have enough pieces to compete to force their own um their own matchup problems um it, it just it comes down to the to the coaching man and and one last thing on, on Tyrone Lou and I think FIFO and I we were talking about this earlier I mean the guy you know FIFO spoke on his uh his coaching pedigree under Doc Rivers but he won a championship He's played with Kobe. He's played with Shaq. He's been coached by Phil Jackson. He understands the work and the different sacrifices that you have to make in order to win a championship. Um, so he has all of those things going for him. Um, it, you know, it's just whether or not he can instill that within his team. Black can speak to any of that. But Tyrone Lou, and just like Steve Kerr, can go in that locker room and say, this is how we did it. And this is how we're going to do it. It's just up to the team. What about you, Ryan? Um, I need to see how Lou coaches. That's number one. I, I mean, I can I can sit here and speculate, but I wouldn't give them more than two wins at most based on last year, and that was without without Kyrie and um, Kevin Love. But based on what I see defensively, at least, like if we're talking Golden State. If they can push the pace on them like that and keep making them losing the picks or the screens or setting up threes and Cleveland gets demoralized like that again, I Golden State's gonna win, but I don't think it goes seven games either. But again, I gotta see how Lou coaches. Yeah, I I, just, I, I feel the same way. I think it's I, I say six at the most, but I, again, it goes back to I don't, I don't know what what excuse me. I don't know what Lou is going to do as far as coaching because I'm going to assume that even though he was up under Blatt, he'll have his own offensive and defensive philosophies that he'll want to express and have the team run um, going forward. Uh, that That's what I think is going to be interesting to see how they go as they make the transition. You know, because sometimes when you have a coach get fired, you know, my thing is you fired a coach. If the guy behind him runs the same stuff as that he ran, I mean, then it's either it's either the system or the players, one of the two. Um, and so I'm interested to see what Lou is going to do, how he's going to coach, and more importantly, how he how will he use Kevin Love? Because I think Kevin Love is the X factor. But ultimately, like Ken and I, we were going back and forth on Twitter. Ultimately, this falls on LeBron. And Ken, you you made a good point when you first came on about you know about the pressure about not LeBron not having enough time 
Um, let's fast forward to June. Let's say they make it to the finals. They play San Antonio or Golden State, and they lose in six or seven. That's another year, no ring. Um, what kind of pressure then is on Tyrone? Lou, what kind of pressure then is on Cleveland? And I know we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but I want to see what, where your perspective is from that point that you made earlier. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, well, look, Tyrone Lou will be out of there. Um, but, you know, honestly, man, I don't know if there will be pressure on him. Uh, first of all, there's pressure to get to the finals, right? But we're right. speculating they get to right. the finals and lose. Um, I think that for me, man, I'm not looking at Tyrone Lue. And it really depends on how well he coaches and the decisions that he makes. But I'm not looking at Tyrone Lue. I'm looking at LeBron because this is the guy you lobby for for a year and a half. You got him, and it didn't make a difference. So um, will there be pressure on Lou? Of course, because, you know, he'll, he'll, he may have learned, right? So you give him half a season, the playoffs to kind of learn the nuances of coaching. But if you don't come out on fire, you know, the next season, you're going to be out there, out, out of there. And they're going to pro- probably try to get in somebody even more experienced than Tyrone. Right. Uh, a lot of people have been floating out the name Mark Jackson. Do you think that's a possibility? Let's, and I know we're ahead of ourselves because they gave Tyrone Lewis, I think, a two or three year deal. So three year deal. Okay, so he's got a three year deal. So you know, checks coming in. Um, so it's barring a catastrophe in the finals. Safe to assume that he would be back next year, unless he clashed with LeBron or whatever like that. Um, how likely do you think it would be to try to go get somebody outside of the organization if they found out that Tyrone Lewis did not work? Go ahead, FIFA. I, I don't know. I, I like. I, I I think that's this is way too early to speculate on that. Yeah, we yeah we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're we're, way, I, I'm, we're thinking more more hypothetically because because we we need to give him a fair opportunity. We need to see what his thoughts and ideas are on how to utilize Kevin Love. Because let's be honest, that's ninety percent, uh, or I'll say about sixty five percent of the reason why they let David Black go. You know what I'm right. saying? The other, the other percentage is, I think, is 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 respect and just NBA basketball acumen. We're not let's not question the man's basketball acumen in, in 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 the totality of things, but as in the NBA, as it pertains to the NBA, he he's just not ready. At least not for this, not not for this type of challenge. He's just not ready for that. So, you know, like Ken said, Ty- Tyron's been through it. He's played through it. He's played with great players. He understands. Um, Doc says that he has a way of being able to talk to players and, and tell them the truth, whether they like it or not, and get them to perform. You know what I'm saying? That That's the main thing about, about coaching. Last night I heard an interview with David West where he said the most humbling thing was how Tim Duncan still gets coached by Popovich. Right, right. He said he gets coached hard. Like, he gets cussed out. You know what I'm saying? He gets uh, uh, um, broken down, and, 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 and he applies everything. You know what I'm saying? And, and you need that. You need that. That's how – That's because when I'm your coach, I can be your friend, but I'm supposed to nitpick. I'm supposed to get you as close to perfect as possible. I'm supposed to push your buttons. You're not always supposed to like me. I'm supposed to get on your nerves some. 
at times, but you got to know how and when to do that. And you have to have the cachet. And when you have not been in the NBA, how do you have that? How do you garner that respect? Especially last year when you had stories like when he got his first uh, a win and, and the players try to, you know, give him the game ball or something like that. Right, right, right. In Europe. Come on, like you're you're not ingratiating yourself into the NBA culture. You've never you been You know what, that... That was probably the start of the ending right there. Like you haven't you haven't been here, you haven't done nothing in this league. So 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 it's just he was never the right guy for the championship team that they amassed. And let's give Lou time because I think he can do it. I think but we, we just have to see. We have to see him utilize Kevin Love. I think from a time management perspective or roster. Uh, 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 minutes and, and, and adjustments type of thing. I think it is going to be an improvement. This guy was um, part of uh, uh, basketball player personnel for Doc Rivers. He's also assistant coach. Like like this guy has been waiting in the wings, and I think his opportunity is here. I, I think he takes principles from the triangle. He knows how to push buttons, man. You You learn from the Zen master. And you learn from Doc, which is another player's coach. We just have to see. I think he will be successful. Okay, okay, okay. What about you, Cam? Um, I think I, the biggest thing for me, man, and I've, I've said it since last year, how are you going to use Kevin Love? And, and up until now, they haven't figured out a way to use him effectively. And um, take advantage of the things that he can do, and um, that's that's the first thing I'm going to look at. The second, of course, um, defense, and the third uh, for me is going to be, you know, uh, the rotations. Uh, you know, because I think that even though the bench is playing poorly, you know, I think they have enough on the bench to be able to mm-hmm. contribute. You know, will Mo Williams get back in the rotation and less Delhi and bring <laughs> Delhi in? That's your boy, Delhi. Look, yeah, I know, man. It, it's, FIFO know how I felt about Delhi at the beginning of last year. No, no, no. At the beginning of last mm-hmm. year, I hated Delhi. Um, but FIFO kind of broke down Delhi to me, and I was like, okay, I kind of understand his purpose. But, you know, for the most point, I had a lot of fun with Delhi. What's up, I've been FIFO? been on Delhi for three years. Ben put Ken on Delhi. Ben. Yeah. Ben. Was yeah, he, he, I won, he won. I haven't found Delhi yet. Guy. <laughs> but um, but yeah, can you reduce um LeBron's minutes like he wants he them reduced? Which too. I think uh, you can do that. You know, Kyrie. You know, can you get more from Shump? The the rest of the guys on the bench. So um, rotations. You know, how you gonna use the roster is the third thing, and then uh, and then you know a- after that, man. You know, how you coaching late game situations? Mm-hmm. So um, I-, I think he'll be all right. We'll, but yeah. we gotta see. <laughs> Again, they can win games just by stepping exactly. on the court. That's true. What about you, Ryan? Sorry, I got distracted because of the person. In the I, I see, what was the yeah, question you again? Got a spirit, spirit of conversation in the chat room there. Um, yeah. we just what, well, what are y'all talking about? I see the conversation. Okay, y'all talking about the guy, the guy JPL NBA for life thinks the regular season Shout doesn't count for anything, and that's an overreaction. About that, let me look at the chat here. Look up the thing here. Um, 
he said like it didn't matter the regular season. Like they they're good defensively. The playoffs they're number one. Regular season doesn't matter. I, I told him if the regular season didn't matter, David Blatt would still have a job. You could cut through their defense. You can cut through the paint like a hot butter through knife. You could see that they got blown out to Portland, just like they got blown out to Golden State. Like FIFA pointed out, they needed a game-winning shot to beat Phoenix. And even though Golden State lost to uh, – he tried to use an example about Golden State losing to the Nuggets. I said even though they lost by a one score, we were without Draymond playing on a back-to-back when they traveled. That's a different circumstance than getting blown out on your home court by almost 40 points. Well, I mean, that, that game Monday was just embarrassing. I mean, it, it, it was it – was, and I don't even know that that game was necessarily the, the final straw, but that game was like – they were just like, okay. And, and I think while – me and FIFO didn't necessarily see eye to eye on those points we were making early about Black. I think he made a great point in saying that it's how it's the bounce back. We 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 always hear about, especially like in football and basketball, these players only meetings. Okay, so what happens in the games after the players only meetings? Because if you're having a players only meeting, you're probably talking about the coach, right? So what happens after those games? What how do you bounce back? So when you have those other games and you don't perform as well, then it's like, yeah, then your GM's going to be looking around like, okay, man, something's not clicking in here. And, you know, they seem, or at least David Griffin, he, he seems to have a, a pretty good pulse of what the team is. And, you know, like I said, I don't know that he necessarily had to go to LeBron, but I'm pretty sure they had conversations or maybe, you know, they might've talked to Rich Paul or they might've talked to LeBron's homeboy. I don't know. Um, I'll say this, you know, the, the, there's still going to be a lot of pressure on Tyrone Lue, and there's still a, even more pressure on LeBron. I came into this season, and we said it on the first video, that I thought the pressure was on LeBron this year to win, a fi- win, win the finals, to win a ring. Um, and it doesn't look like he's closer to now. It's still we, we haven't even made it to the All-Star break. So anything can happen. God forbid, not would. Somebody could get hurt for Golden State. Somebody could get hurt for uh, San Antonio. But Right now, they don't look like they could win a championship, but we still got a long way to go. So, stranger things have happened. Yeah, I yeah. I think they could win. If we saw Steve Kerr win as a rookie head coach, you know, like I, I look, Cleveland is the prohibitive favorite to come out. The, who's really? Oh, of course, win? no, nobody, nobody. Look, I mean, like, sure. in the seven games. Is, is there anybody in the East that could give Cleveland seven games? I, I I think Chicago I think Chicago is is pretty serious. If we could get D Rose like with the way D Rose looked the other night, I gotta disagree a little bit with that. Who do you think you get? Yeah, because they st- they need to trim their front court depth because it's 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 messing up their rotations and their rhythm. Well, who do you think they should sit? Because Noah's not playing as much. Well, yeah, but they're still putting. They're just. I'm watching them play the Celtics. They're getting blown out defensively right now, um, by at least 20 points. I need to update it because I need to check again. But um, I think the Raptors could give a better shot, honestly. Um, uh, no, nah, I not. I don't think. I don't think the Raptors can push them to seven though. They'll give them a run. They'd give a better shot offensively. Defense, you got a point. They've been better, but as of right now, the way I've been seeing, they do seem to be clicking better, but. Chicago has the depth to fight for it, but it, it's – if it was still Thibodeau, I'd feel better about it. But the way with Hoiberg's been going and they don't seem to be clicking like they used to, it seems like they need a little, they need to trim their rotation down because they, they're starting Tony Snell still. And Miritich is coming off the bench. So, I mean, 
I could understand why someone would say Chicago, but I don't think. Yeah, I, I would. I same. would. I would probably think Chicago. If, if and it all depends on D Rose. I mean, we know you know what you're going to get from Jimmy Butler. Uh, D Rose looked good the other night, man. He just didn't have any help. And you look up again. Yeah, he was scoring. Yeah, you you look up again, and here here it is to to uh, FIFO's point. Golden State was up by like six, and then it went from six to like sixteen, like in just a matter of minutes. And you can't have that. I mean, like, there's no – and the thing about Golden State, for the most part, from what I've seen this year, when they get up 15, 20 on you, bless you, when they get up 15, 20 on you, it's a wrap. Bless they don't, they don't – it, it ain't no letting you back into the game. They try to put the hammer to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to AJ. AJ like, said any team Drake, any team Drake will rap. never win. <laughs> it's like I said, ban Drake. Oh, man. Why y'all um, so hard on Aubrey? Look what he did to Serena. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah just keep, keep Drake <laughs> away from my... Don't let Drake show up at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Drake will show up at the Super Bowl. Yeah, right? Drake will show up at the Super Bowl and game in in a tie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but... The, the All right, man. Yeah, what's up, Ron? So, no seriousness, we gotta see what Tyrone Lou does. Um, Q and yeah. I are gonna talk about it on the podcast when we record tomorrow. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I ain't vote. So, all right, YouTube.com/slash Dead in Sports, nine p.m. Hit us Tuesday. up on Twitter at Dead in Sports. Uh, yeah, that's it. So, I'm hungry. I'm going to get some Subway. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> all right, y'all. Peace. peace.